For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. War Eagle, everybody. Welcome back to Believe in Everything Auburn. Your loyal hosts, Taylor Davis, Jason Campbell, here to talk everything Auburn. We're going to kind of catch up a little bit. It's been a couple weeks. We appreciate our listeners being flexible with us sometimes at the end of season. This one was personal, though. My little sister got married, got a plug. Allie, Allen, congratulations. Uh, but I needed a week off to, to spend some time with my family, and my man J-Cam was Happy to give me that. So appreciate you guys being patient with us, but we are back and better than ever. And we're ready to talk all about Auburn football. We're going to catch up a little bit on all the coaching moves that have been happening in Auburn and beyond, because you think things have been chaotic on the plains, look no further than Rocky Top. And we're going to talk about everything that's been happening over in Tennessee as well. So we're excited that you've joined us. Hope everyone is doing well. Let's check in with the man, the myth, the legend, Jason Campbell. How are you doing today? Good morning, Taylor. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> uh, I'd just like to say, first of all, congratulations to your sister, Allie. Um, Thank you. you know, uh, getting married is a huge, huge deal. And, oh, yeah. you know, to have a little sister uh, that you can go and support and no, she she got you to lean on, so I think she's in great hands because no. you know she knows you her ride or die. So that's <laughs> awesome. And you know, as far as myself, you know, life gets busy, which is good. But yeah. um, you know, we've all trying to transition here in twenty twenty one. So you know, let's get to it. I I like that everybody's busy. You know, we're only what three four weeks into the year, and it feels like everybody's kind of getting their groove back a little bit. I have high hopes for 2021. I, I feel like it's, first of all, it has like the smallest shoes to fill. Like all you got to do is be better than 2020. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like not a lot of pressure there, but uh, yeah, it was, it was awesome to, to see that. And honestly, it's, it's an ode to Auburn because my sister and her husband met at Auburn. So uh, hmm. kudos to the university. I did not find my husband at Auburn, so <laughs> I missed that vote. But I, apparently it can happen. So War Eagle to that. But let's go ahead and talk some football because there's been a lot of coaching moves. Actually, the coaching staff is now complete. So we're going to talk about all of that. But you know we got to tell you about our sponsor. The Super Bowl is right around the corner. And if you are looking to place a bet on any of the sports going on right now, betonline.ag is the best and the only place 
to lock it in. Jason, go ahead and give me your input on the Super Bowl. Who do you think is going to be in that matchup? I personally have Green Bay and Kansas City Chiefs. And the reason I say that, you got two really good quarterbacks. And and I think Josh Allen is a good quarterback up and coming. I also think that, uh, you know, everyone knows Tom Brady can't count him out. But I just think going into Green Bay in that cold weather, I just think Aaron Mm -hmm. Rodgers and and the team, they can run the ball, they can throw the ball. They're playing exceptionally well. It's all about who's playing the best at this time of the year. And I have to say, out of all those teams right now, I think Green Bay is a team that's going to win it all. Yeah, me too. But I'm actually going to go Packers-Bills in the Super Bowl. I think Mm. the Bills are going to pull it off, and the Chiefs have shown that they are beatable this week. So regardless, if you feel confident about your picks and you want to do a little betting, look no further than Bet Online. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. And of course, there's always the online casino that never closes. So you want to go ahead and go over to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. So again, betonline.ag, go ahead and sign up today. Okay, so Brian Harson, like we said on the last episode, was going to have to hit the ground running, and that's exactly what he's done. I guess he's been the head coach officially for about a month, a little over, and his, uh, his coaching staff is now complete. On the last episode, we talked about our coordinators, Derek Mason in as DC, Mike Bobo in as the OC, but all 10 assistant coaches have also been hired now. And he's also brought in some some key pieces in in terms of support staff. Uh, But we're going to talk about the position coaches and those guys that have been hired. I think, you know, obviously you're you're going to get opinions from everybody. And we're of course going to talk about the big debate that's been happening in regards to a very beloved Auburn coach that was not retained. But when you look at this group that he's assembled and put together, it's a very well-rounded group in terms of background. You've got a lot of guys from the sec. You've got some guys that are Auburn alum. You've got guys with head coaching experience, but you've also got guys that are tied to the West coast. And we've talked about how this hire and, you know, the hires that come from him could expand that recruiting footprint into parts of the country that Auburn and heck, even the SEC don't always tap into. And he certainly hired people that can do that as well. So before I read through the the specific guys and, and we get into the nuts and bolts of this one, when you look at, you know, just the the overall group that he has put together and the variety of backgrounds that they have and and really how intentional he was in doing that, what are your overall thoughts? What what is your opinion on the overall group and kind of the variety of experiences they're bringing? Yeah, when you think about this coaching staff, uh, like I said, he's put together a really good staff um, overall when you think about it, uh, think from a standpoint of, you know, bringing back Zach Edrich, you know, a guy that played at Auburn, you know, has history mm-hmm. here. And he's one of those young, bright, up-and-coming coaches. Uh, also, you think about, you know, he retained Cadillac Williams, uh, who I think was a key piece key piece on the offense for bringing in Tate Bisbee and, and, and getting yeah. other big-time running backs that want to come to Auburn. Uh, I thought that was a real big key for him to do. Uh, to make as well. And then you want to talk about, you know, bringing in, you know, Derek Mason, the guy who's been in the SEC for the last several years, a guy with a lot of experience um, from a head coaching standpoint and, you know, someone that he can probably go in the office and lean on sometimes for an idea here too. And when you think about Mike Bobo, a guy that played in the SEC, a guy that's no coach in the SEC. And and now, you know, it's going to be the play caller. He's come out and said he will be the play caller. So, 
when you think about, you know, some of these guys on the staff and, and we'll get a little bit more into Travis uh, situation, that probably was the only one that hurt me really was the fact yeah. that we wasn't able to retain him because I thought, you know, adding Travis to this staff, you know, I thought would have been outstanding because he's a guy that's a heart of Auburn. You know, he played at Auburn. He played that, that, that linebacker position and, you know, he's recruited so well for the linebacker position over the years. And what he meant to Auburn was just a whole lot. And I just, you know, it, it just hurt, stung a little bit for him not to be on this staff because I really would have thought it would have been exceptional. But, you know, things happen. Uh, but coaches, you also understand coaches get recycled in this business. And, mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't mean that he won't ever be back on the planes because he could just well be. And, yeah. you know, and so, you know, you also have to keep that in mind. But bringing back Tracy Rocker, a guy that – played at Auburn, was an All-American, and uh, was here in 2010 when Auburn went to the national championship, and now he's coming back to the plane. So, you know, as guys has been here before, mixed in with guys that are new and up and coming. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I think, you know, he has a really good staff with, with experience, and I think they mix well. And uh, I think they'll probably hit the ground running here in the spring, you know, getting, their, getting, getting everything in. But overall, you know, like I said, besides the one and not bringing back T-Will, I, I say he has a really good staff. I agree with that. You know, I think we talked on the last episode and I will say it till I'm blue in the face. The Derek Mason hire at DC is my favorite hire. I feel so strongly and confident about that. Jury's out for me on Mike Bobo as the OC. I look forward to seeing what he's going to do in that role. But a lot of these assistant hires I really like. I think that, you know, retaining Cadillac Williams was a no-brainer. To me, retaining T-Will was also a no-brainer. Uh, we're going to get into that. But Look, there's only two scholarship running backs on this roster at this point. You need a guy like Cadillac that's going to continue to build that room because as amazing as Tank Bigsby is, as we saw in this past season when he went out with injury, heck, as we've seen in the league, the Panthers were without Christian McCaffrey this year. Mm -hmm. It's important to have that one guy, but you cannot give him 100% of the load in season. He's got to have a counterpart that is as productive when he goes down. So we've got to rebuild that room again, and Cadillac is the guy to do it. And I think when you look at this, we talk all the time about the importance of some of these coaches having background at Auburn specifically. I think it is arguably most important at Auburn than other other staffs having alum just because you don't fully get Auburn unless you were there. Like there's something about it that you have to have experienced. And so I'm so glad to see that that was still a priority for a guy like Brian Harson, who knows, look, I, I don't, I don't get it yet. I, I'm new and I need people to help me understand that. And so I love that that's a priority, but I think people are starting to get or, or have voiced some, um, I, I guess, frustration or concern that he did bring several guys from Boise. And, and a lot of people are saying, okay, he's, he's just duplicating you know, his staff from Boise at Auburn. But what you got to understand is he has to have a level of familiarity with his staff as well. Y you talk about chemistry on the field and how the team has to really unite and bond and have that, that cohesion. A coaching staff needs that too. And this guy has been plucked from everything he knows in terms of 
conference and play, but also location and, and personnel. He's got to have those people with him that he has already developed that level of chemistry with to then help join with the rest of it. And he's still maintaining what is important, the Auburn family, the, the competition level of the SEC. He's bringing in coaches from all of that, but he's got to have some of his guys there too, because he's been working on establishing that for years. You don't just completely abandon all of that. So I think he's had a good mixture of all of it. And he's prioritized all things that fans should want to see him prioritize. So I, I'm on board. I'm excited about it other than the T-Well thing. So we'll, we'll talk about that in just a minute, but I want to run through these. So we have hired Will Friend as the O-line coach. He had actually just been hired by South Carolina. I feel like South Carolina people are really going to hate Auburn because we just came <laughs> in and like plucked all their assistant coaches. But nonetheless, uh, before that, he was actually at Tennessee. And so he has a background with Mike Bobo. That one was kind of a no-brainer. Brad Bedell is the tight end coach. He's one of two on-field coaches from Boise that Harson brought over. Obviously, like we said, Cadillac retained as the running backs coach. Here's one that I really like. Cornelius Williams as the wide receivers coach. And some people were confused by this. This guy spent the last six years at Troy. Back in his day, he was, if anyone watched Two A Day, is that show on MTV, that's where you would know him from. He played at Hoover. I think his tie and his long-term tie to the state of Alabama is going to be really imperative. And he's kind of, you know, a lot of these guys, even the ones that played at Auburn, they've they've gone elsewhere and, and put ties, you know, in other places. But this guy's really stayed around the state and he knows Alabama high school ball really well. And I think that that's a really good intentional hire. Uh, like you mentioned, Tracy Rocker, the D-line coach, he's actually another steal from South Carolina, <laughs> but he was the first SEC player to win both the Outland and the Lombardi. He's a former two-time All-America defensive lineman, and he's actually spent time at six different SEC schools. Love that hire as well. Uh, Jeff Schmetting is the inside linebackers and defensive run game coordinator, also from Boise. Burt Watts is the outside linebacker coach and special teams coordinator. He came over from Memphis, but he played at Cal. So that ties in that West Coast. Uh, Zach Etheridge was the cornerbacks coach. He was, of course, a four-year starter at Auburn. He was captain on the 2010 National Championship team. So this guy knows what it takes to win a championship and to win it at Auburn. So those are kind of, you know, the the direction that this team has had, this coaching staff has had. I love all of them. I think they're going to make an impact early. It, it's up to them to kind of hit the ground running in terms of recruiting as signing day is just a couple days away or a couple weeks away. But let's talk about, you know, the debate with T-Will. You've kind of touched on it a little bit. And I think Auburn fans are sad to see him go because – the proof is in the pudding with this guy. What he has done and the impact he has made on the defensive side of the ball, even in terms of accolades, like mm -hmm. it, it just, the narrative changed under him. And the narrative also changed in recruiting. I don't think you can replace a guy that is able to connect on the recruiting trail as well as he has. And to see that go, especially when you're bringing in a lot of coaches who aren't as familiar with this area of the country, I do think it's going to hurt you a lot. I, I, I think I don't agree with this decision, but hey, one out of 20, you know, like that's that's fine. But I think this is a, a, a major loss for Auburn. And I certainly think, like you said, it's a guy that we would love to see come back to the Plains. 
Yeah, Travis is the guy that has the heart of Auburn. Like I said, like yeah. I've been around this guy, I played with him, we we worked out together, we played together, we, you know, I've seen him in the coaching business and, you know, like he does a great job with recruits and he does a great job with his linebacker room. Like if you think about over the last couple of years, outside the D-line, the linebackers have been one of our most successful positions and uh yep. You know, and, and that says a lot to him. And when, you know, you hear about the new coaching staff coming in, say, hey, man, you know, linebacker may be our deepest spot on the team this year. So that plays a lot of kudos to Travis because he was yeah. the one that helped get those guys there in recruiting. And he's the one that's been coaching them. And he can relate to a lot of these guys. That's the other thing. You got to be able to relate to kids nowadays. Like Travis can walk in a lot of these kids' communities. He can walk in a lot of these kids' houses. And he can talk to them. And they honestly will relate to him. And, yeah. and 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 that pays a big, big dividend. So, you know, yes, uh, losing him, not retaining him, I thought was, uh, you know, was, was, was tough. But at the same time, like I said, we also have to keep that door open that, you know, one day mm-hmm. hopefully he recycles just like, you know, Coach Rocker. You know, he's been at Auburn yeah. before and gone on other places and he's come back. So, you know, it's not the end of times when it comes to that situation. It's just right now it would have been awesome to have him, you know, still there on the staff, especially with the talent that they have coming back um, and right. everything. So, but, you know, with McLean and Owen Papo, you know, I thought that would just been really, really good for him to – to be back with those guys and but you know it it is what it is you know we we got Cornelius Williams the kid that from Alabama I I hate to say Mm -hmm. kid he's not a kid he's a coach (laughs) when you look at him he looks really young but yeah he does (laughs) (laughs) but I I saw the first picture I was like this dude in high school (laughs) you know but then once I researched it and everything, um, you know, he's a he just looks young, but he's a you know one of the exceptional coaches and you know a guy that's coming over from Choi. And, uh, you know, I think that speaks a lot of volumes, uh, you know, grew up in the Hoover area uh, in Alabama. Mm-hmm. So he knows what it means to be, you know, what Auburn football means in the state of Alabama and, and everything. So yeah. I think he's going to do a really good job with the receivers. Uh, you know, I so I was really, you know, when I saw that hire, I said, huh, this is this could be very intriguing. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is going to be uh, – yeah. Like I said, I think it's going to work out well for Auburn. It's just sometimes you lose tough ones in tough battles. And yeah. uh, losing T. Will was a tough one. But like I say, you always keep that door open. You just never know when they come back. Absolutely. And, and I feel like Auburn's pretty good about that. Like we always say you can leave Auburn, but Auburn never really leaves you. So I think there will certainly always be hope that T. Will returns. And I, I'm going to go ahead and predict that he will. I'm going to throw that out there. But I want to talk about some of the player movements that have been happening, may not be happening. It's been kind of confusing. But before I want to tell you guys about another sponsor we have, and I feel personally connected to Kansas City Steaks. Oh, yeah. Let's talk some food. With a new year comes a ton of big games in sports. And with big games, you need big stakes. Kansas City Stakes has the cuts you crave to celebrate the playoffs and, of course, the big game. So go ahead and visit KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and save up to $25 on combos that are perfect for game day. And plus, you're going to get free shipping with our code BELIEVE. So that's B-L-E-A-V at checkout. And you might want to try out the snack pack combo featuring small plates with big flavor. They've got mini beef Wellington steak burger sliders, mac and cheese melts, shrimp wrapped bacon. I am like 
drooling over here. This is my favorite ad we've ever done. But every order is flash frozen, delivered directly to your home, satisfaction guaranteed, or your money back. And basically every cut of steak imaginable, plus appetizers, desserts, barbecue, like they've got you covered. They're going to make it easy for you. So go to KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day. And again, use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout for free shipping. Okay, so some player movements may or may not be happening. It's been a little confusing. And look, let's give them a little bit of grace, okay? Because there's been so much movement, not just in Auburn and the SEC. And as soon as you think you've made a decision and you're stepping toward one direction, sometimes you get detoured a little bit, all right? I Look, Jason and I don't love the transfer portal. We've been very candid about that. But right. this situation has certainly been strange. This offseason has been strange. So let's talk about a couple big ones because, uh, you know, we were kind of waiting on several announcements from, you know, very influential Auburn guys, and a couple of them seemingly happened, but maybe have been retracted. So Big Cat Bryant had announced his plans to enter the transfer portal. He then announced his plans to attend Tennessee because his high school, former high school coach is there. And of course, Kevin Steele has been brought over there. But ever since the dumpster fire has ensued at Tennessee, Big Cat has since deleted his tweet that he was departing for Tennessee. So no one is entirely sure what that means for him. Could he actually be back at Auburn? Will he revisit other transfer options? Remains to be seen. Kind of similar situation, Christian Tutt had entered the transfer portal, but now he has withdrawn his name. From the transfer portal. He had not specified where he was going or that a, a specific school was, you know, already declared, but he had declared for the transfer portal. Now he's withdrawn his name. So the future of those two is kind of in the balance right now. I, I'm not entirely sure what they're waiting to see, especially now that Auburn staff is set. I guess they're kind of weighing their options at other places. I, What's your opinion on this, this kind of one foot in, one foot out? I don't think it's good for the culture of college football because even if these guys return, it feels like they're never fully invested in it anyway. Right. Um, but I also, you know, it is a big decision, and I, I have empathy for the fact that your window in college ball is so small and you want to make sure you're doing the best thing for the future of your career. But I don't agree with jumping ship just because you don't like, you know, something that's happening or because you don't know something like patience is required as best you can, even though that window is so small. Um, and, and the reality is you can't get everything you want in life. I mean, you're going to get into the real world and you're not going to like your boss. You're not going to like your coworker, but that doesn't mean you quit. All you can control is your work ethic and your commitment to whatever you're doing in life. That absolutely applies to college ball. I fully expect Christian Tut to still be at Auburn. I'm going to go ahead and predict that one. I don't know about the future for Big Cat Bryant. Well, you made some great quality points there, Taylor. First and foremost, like these guys have got to stop being afraid of change. Sometimes change come and change can be good for you. Like, and you could be running yourself out of a great situation. Um, number two, I'm no one's second fiddle. And what I mean by that is once you choose to go somewhere else because you're afraid of change or you want to go make your own personal reasons to go somewhere else, that means you just checked out of my program. 
And I can't open that door right back for you once you go test the waters over here and then see how the waters go. But then the waters don't go right. And then all of a sudden you don't like the flow and then you want to come back. And you supposed to just open the door with just open arms and say, well, come on in. No, it doesn't work that way. Because to me, if you're going to be on my football team, I need you checked in 100 percent whether it's good, bad or ugly. Because guess what? Mm -hmm. I can't make you happy every day. So yep. even when you're not having a happy day, I need you still to be checked into the program and get through that day and bounce back the next day. I can't be worrying about your feelings every single day because <laughs> like that's not that's not you can't like that's impossible to make someone happy every single day. Like you cannot do that. Like everyone has bad days. Everyone has good days. Everyone goes through change. Everyone that's life. Like it helps mature you in a lot of ways. Heck, I had a different offensive coordinator every year when I was at Auburn. I was just like, so I didn't go in up in the arms and just make all kinds of excuses and just start to say, oh, I'm out of here. No, I buckled my tail down. I studied hard. I tried to find similarities so to make it easier transition for myself. And I went out there and I did the best that I could do. I was like, you can't run. And that's the same thing in a lot of these guys' situations is I don't know who's in these kids' ear. I don't know who they're talking to as mentors. I don't know who's guiding them. But when you think about the situation with Big Cat, if I wasn't going to go pro and I'm going to come back, why would I change schools in my last year? I'm going to stick somewhere where I'm familiar with the program, even though we're having change. Yes, Auburn may be going to a 34 defense this year. I don't know. you know. But if they go to a 34, that's probably what you're going to be playing in because half the NFL runs a 34 defense. So why not stick around, get some experience in that position and and learn it more? You didn't have a good year this year because you was hurt most of the time and you weren't able right. to, to participate. OK, come back this year, make yourself try to be more healthy and get out there and perform at a high level and then see where it goes. But I just say, like, OK, you transfer to Tennessee. Boom. The whole thing blows up, you know. You, you was going there because you had a familiar coach, but now you don't know who's going to be coaching there. Then you leave there, and now you may be saying he's going to Oklahoma. Okay, now you go out to Oklahoma with, with Lincoln Riley. Yes, they, they've been known for having good offense, but when was the last time we known Oklahoma to have a good defense? I like I haven't remembered them having a good defense. They pretty much have to outscore everybody. Yep. So I'm just saying you have to be careful with these moves. You have to think about these moves and everything. You can't just – be up in arms and I'm out the door so fast. And then I'll say, you got to come knocking on that same door for someone to let you in. That's why they always say, be careful how you leave someone because you just not know, may not know where you meet them down the road. Yeah. The grass is not always greener on the other side. The grass is green where you water it. Put the work in, commit to where you are, and then you'll see the fruits of your labor. And right. like you said, and like we said on the last episode, sometimes a change is going to bring you your best best result so don't don't jump too soon but we'll see what what happens with those guys obviously another notable transfer that has been confirmed is Daquan Newkirk um he is actually going to be playing at Florida so they're uh they're trying to load up their defensive front as well a couple that are coming back though that we haven't talked about Chandler Wooten has decided to return he opted out in 2020 because of COVID he was one of the guys that uh, I believe he was the one who had a, a child on the way and just didn't want to, you know, run that risk. And so he has decided to take the option of another year of eligibility and he will be back out there. TD Moultrie is also going to be back. But look, 
we know how important recruiting is going to be. Like I said, signing day is a couple weeks away. This coaching staff has got to load up that signing class as well as utilize the transfer portal. As much as we're, you know, knocking it for the guys that that decide to exit, a lot of them are also grad transfers. I have a totally different opinion about guys who who do that for grad transfer yeah. reasons. Um, but if there are any, I think offensive line even wide receivers, we need to build on that side as well. And I think the transfer portal could be beneficial for us in that way. So certainly looking forward to seeing where a lot of these guys land and hopefully it benefits us in that way. I want to talk about what the heck is happening at Tennessee before we wrap this one up. But before we do have one more ad for you. Hey guys, it's a new year, and every day is a fresh start for you to just live. Travis Pastrana here to tell you exactly why I teamed up with Clay Thompson, Alex Morgan, and Paul Rodriguez to launch our new wellness brand, Just Live. As professional athletes, we put ourselves through a lot, physically and mentally. So we founded Just Live around all-natural, THC-free CBD products. Being from the East Coast, I was pretty skeptical about CBD products, but as an athlete, it's easy to see when something works. And when my dad was at wit's end, living in a fog of painkillers, severe lack of sleep, numerous surgeries later, I recommended he try CBD. It allowed him to get an extra couple hours of sleep and it made all the difference to get my dad back on his feet. So don't go another day with pain, inflammation, or lack of sleep. I recommend trying Just Live today. These are products we fully trust and stand behind because we want you to be able to go out and just live. So get 20% off your order with code armchair at justlive.com. That's 20% off at justlive.com with the code armchair. What do you live for? Okay, so yes, got to talk about the drama that's been happening on Rocky Top because goodness gracious has that thing been crazy. Obviously, we've all been following the news. Tennessee has parted ways with head coach Jeremy Pruitt and an investigation is underway. Apparently, uh, they're, they're in marketing deals with McDonald's because that's how they chose to hand out some cash to recruits. I, I for one, am a little disappointed I've never opened a McDonald's bag to find some cash. But look, those fries are good, so I'm happy with whatever's inside that bag. <laughs> but that's uh, unfortunate for Tennessee. Of course, a, a difficult season for that program and a very disgruntled fan base that was ready to see Jeremy Pruitt fired. But now things are even more ugly. And AD Phil Fulmer has announced his retirement. So there's just, there's a lot of movement. But before the firing happened, interestingly enough, Kevin Steele was brought in, honestly, in some kind of vague analyst role. And of course, theories start swirling that he was brought in specifically with the intention of him becoming interim head coach, whether that's the case or not. Now there's all these freaking conspiracy theories about Kevin Steele and that he's just like, you know, the the butcher of head coaches. I don't know. But uh, he got brought in. And so now he is serving as the interim head coach at Tennessee. Obviously, you know, that puts him in the running for the future head coach, whether that comes to fruition or not, we will all see. But Weirdly, he has served as an interim head coach for two different SEC programs in the past month. <laughs> just let that sink in. You know what I mean? Like that's just what for a guy that I have been waiting on a retirement announcement. Like this right. is just an interesting way to to wrap it all up. You know what I mean? But super disappointing. Honestly, I don't think we can call it Rocky Top anymore. I think we got to call it Rocky Bottom because. <laughs> are certainly down to square one and and this is going to affect recruiting this is going to affect the transfer portal this is going to take a long time for them to rebuild obviously who they bring in as head coach is going to be 
uh, a huge momentum swing, but you got to expect there's going to be a lot of penalties from the NCAA in terms of, you know, season and, and what that means. So guys potentially evaluating Tennessee as a place to play when knowing they're probably going to get their hands slapped a good bit certainly affects the decision. So this is not a good place to be if you're a Vols fan. Yeah, Tennessee, this is this is very shocking because Tennessee, you know, always used to be a program that you looked up to in the East and could, to compete with Georgia and Florida for, you know, for the SEC East. But, man, this 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 thing has flopped quickly. And, yeah. you know, when, when you start receiving money and Matt Donabaz, I guess you go to the to the drive through and you ask for a happy meal. You come out with a, a cash <laughs> meal, you know, so it's a know, new like, meaning to happy meal. <laughs> Yeah, so you know it's a new meaning over there, the Happy Meal. So I, I just, you know, this is tough because what coach wants this job? You know, because you're going to go on probation, you're going to have limited, you know, players because they're going to hit you with some recruiting rules. Look at Ole Miss, what they had to go through for the last few years, and what it did to their program. And then you want to think about Tennessee, like you know, Coach Steele. You know, like you said, the conspiracies out there. Oh, he's the butcher of other. Like, no, that's not true because it's not true because Pruitt was already handing out Happy Meal cash bags before he even got hired up there. So, you know, so that right there just tells you the truth right there that no, that had nothing to do with him. I do think he was brought there as a coach because he is he is a former Tennessee alumni and everything. And I think the fact that if they felt like they had to fire Pruitt, that they would have someone right there in the waiting of the wings that hasn't been on the staff yet. And it made sense for them to bring in Coach Steele. So now I think Coach Steele, they're probably with the new AD they just hired from UCF, who is a former boss of Auburn's uh, AD, Alan Green, uh, who is now the AD of Tennessee, I think, you know, pays dividends because I think now that's going to play into effect where you know, maybe they are uh, interviewing Coach Steele today. If Coach Steele gets that job, then you probably see Rod Gardner, you probably see T. Will, and a couple of other guys follow him up to Tennessee and uh, and everything. So it's just a weird situation was happening at Rocky Top, like you said. You know, maybe Rocky Bottom, and I'm pretty sure their fan base is like highly upset right now because this set them back even more. They have just tried trying to come out of something. Now it sets them back even more. And I think it puts everyone else in the SEC on notice because where did Pruitt come from? Alabama. So, you know, so guys has been tied to him. You know, it, it puts a lot of light on a lot of things out there and guys have to be really careful now. Yeah. Very unfortunate to see a program uh, head in this direction. I think if you're a fan of SEC ball, it's better when everyone's, you know, playing really well. I hate right. the the SEC is the football, you know, you know, powerhouse in the country and it's the elite of the Power 5 because like we've talked about, we don't always show that. Like obviously I think we're stacked and recruiting and and athletes, but like what happens in postseason with these bowls when, you know, pa group of five teams come in and defeat SEC teams? Like, you can't just ride on the fact that Bama wins natties every year or right. contests for natties every year. We have to have a stacked conference across the board. So I don't like – I don't enjoy seeing other teams, you know, or other programs take hits like this. But 
uh, I, I do think that it's it's got to be a new era at Tennessee. They were they were struggling and they were kind of drowning a little bit, but this certainly you know sends them under a, a good bit. But yeah, it's bad. It's bad for football because, like I said, I enjoy going to Tennessee on Rocky Top playing at nighttime. And like I said, when Tennessee's playing really good football, they're better for the SEC. It's just like totally. in the NFL. Buffalo Bills are playing good now. It's great right. for the NFL. You know, so yes. you need Tennessee to be playing really good. You need the Georgias and the Floridas on that side to be right. playing really good. And uh, just like LSU and Auburn, you want them playing great to compete against Alabama every year and right. not send Alabama to the SEC championship, but have a change of teams every other year, you know? So you right. want the whole conference to be good. So this is not a good look for Tennessee, but it's not a good look overall because it knocks a little bit of du- a little bit of glamor off of our conference. Yeah, it absolutely does. I, I don't think that that's the narrative you want out there about the conference and, and how it handles its recruiting. So you never know what's going to happen. Every time I thought 2020 was predictable, it slapped me across the face. So we will certainly all wait and see how things fare. But that's going to wrap it up for us this week. We just wanted to do a little football update. I know we promise we're going to get into some more regular basketball talk, and we absolutely will starting next week. We're going to integrate basketball into a regular part of our episodes. So basketball fans, make sure you stick with us because we're going to start bringing in those recaps and updates for the basketball program as well. So everyone, thank you so much for listening. We hope you are all uh, subscribed at this point. If not, make sure you do leave us a review. Go ahead and comment, share our episode, whatever you got to do to spread the word. Jason and I greatly appreciate all of you following along and supporting us. So everyone have a great week. War Eagle. War Eagle, everybody. Stay up, stay upbeat. Things will get better. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.